First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. When is the last time you found yourself feeling very vulnerable? In fact, the temptation was so strong that you just think, I can't handle this. And uh, you found yourself very, very puzzled, maybe because of why you're being tempted. Or you found yourself thinking this is the same old temptation I've faced over and over and over again. Or you might say, well, this was so alluring, so enticing, so inviting, how could I possibly resist this? <laughs> That's the devil's line. That's the way he talks. If you're alive, you're going to get tempted. And we're living in a day when it's everywhere. Whether you hear it on the radio or the television or see it on the television or signs or insults, whatever it might be, we're living in a sensual age and temptation is everywhere. I mean, when Satan got through telling Eve how fantastic it was going to be to have a bite of this fruit, this, it's the same story. It's just different elements involved. And so uh, when you find yourself in that position, what, what do you think? What, do, do you stop to think, where is this coming from? Is this in my heart? Where is this coming from? I can tell you, it is a satanic attack. You're listening to Cobras and Fire, a Pantheon podcast. Voted most likable podcast by Living in Hell with Satan magazine. Featuring your host... Elsie Fox and Baco.
Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, LC, and I'm joined, as always, with the octogenarian Baco. How are you, sir? I am well. Definitely having a better week than Satan, that's for sure. Aren't we all? Yes, yes, we are. Hey, uh, how you been out there out in Denver? Uh, things things okay? Uh, not too bad. <laughs> not too uh, bad. Right. If, if, if anybody wants to know a nose update, I got my tubes taken out. Aren't right. you? You can tell from the tone, the got sweet your tubes tone tied. now. You, have, you huh? your, have you got your tubes tied? No. That's no, what everybody wants to know. Yeah. I know. I know. I, I gotcha. Yeah, I, I, I Take it to the vent. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes. yes. Is that save, what you do? You'd to, save to a save... few bucks if you went to a vet. <laughs> I was going to say, this guy's not a real doctor. He's a dog doctor. Uh, it's a, Slice you know, the balls. Lessen your copay. I wonder if you could do that. I, I wonder if there are vets that work in the black market that way to do like vasectomies on the cheap. Yeah, I assume so because I've, I've watched a lot of uh, shows like uh, Breaking Bad or even the Trailer Park right. Boys. <laughs> the vet always is some evil motherfucker, isn't he? <laughs> At night, or in Trailer Park Boys, they go to a dentist all the time. I think I can't remember what the oh, Sam. That's how it is. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> hey, I, I found something out this week that I thought, uh, I'm like, first of all, how have I not heard this? And then, I, of course, I'm like, how is this even possible? Are you familiar with Vladimir Lenin? Vladimir Lenin. Yeah. So I'm going to guess this is an illegitimate son of John Lennon or no? <laughs> uh, it is not. Uh, no, okay. not, this is not where the, the song uh, back in the USSR uh, was inspired by. Okay. So uh, I figured he, bang, he banged somebody in head of Vladimir. And it's L-E-N-I-N Lennon. Does that help at all? Well, yes. That's the, uh, the evil Lennon. From yeah. uh, back in the day, yeah? Russia, okay. yeah. The godfather of communism. I believe he was the one who was in charge of Russia when they became the Soviet Union. The uh, com father. The USSR. Yeah, so I just found out that like he has been for over 100 years lying in state at the Red Square in Moscow. And if you or I are in Moscow, we just need to hop in line. You can go in and take a peek at him. Hmm, Okay. How is that even fucking possible? I mean, this guy is over his body. His dead body is over 100 years old. Well, I did some research. Apparently, he like gets like spritzed with like some embalming fluid a couple times a week. <laughs> uh, and okay. then I'm like, well, okay, are they only doing the parts that we see? Because I, I looked up some pictures of it, and you can see that you know he's wearing a suit and shit. They, I did find out that they changed his suit. I don't know in the last 10 to 20 years. And oh, that's when they, they changed from double breast to the, uh, the fashion. Yeah. Now he's got like where that, that one button, you only button the one and then it shows just a little bit of your gut between your gut right. and your belt. Yeah. Cause yeah. You know, he saw, they, they saw a lot of late night TV show hosts and, and the rock doing that. I think exactly. he also has a belt that just drips down for no reason now. <laughs> but yeah. Like, do they, they take it, do they strip him down naked and see everything and then like roll them over and spritz everything or, do, or so are parts of him just decomposed and gross but the parts that we see are I don't know man I think I think that the pants by the way are uh, I call them like you know like a, a 60-40 blend what I mean is that only 60% of the pants are there like they don't actually put on a new <laughs> pair of pants they just kind of oh, drape them over and kind of like a, like, a, like a blanket yeah like a yeah, blanket and they yeah, just put like that. Hundred percent. That's what they do. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. There's no way that they're yeah. sliding his arms and legs yeah. in and out for <laughs> years. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I think this one broke. Who's gonna call the? Uh, I don't know. Whoever's in charge of this shit. Yeah, it's fucked up when they have like like. Uh, so basically, he's just like like any of those movies. He's just in like a glass case, and you can just look at him, right? Kind of like an open casket. Yeah. Is that what it means? I mean, they I've just never put, really uh, understood that term. That's what lying in state means. Mm-hmm. 
I guess uh, I'm just, yeah. I think it's a reference to like State House or something like that. I, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Uh, we, maybe we could Google that for the next episode. I did see that Jimmy <laughs> Carter oh, was just taken, uh, sadly put into hospice. Um, I mean, he's he's in, in his late 90s. Right. So not not terribly surprised, but I, I assume he'll be like they do with most presidents. He'll have his opportunity to lie in state at the White House, and I still think the whole thing. I've never been comfortable at funerals going up and looking at the body. I don't. To oh, me, no. that, that's not the kind of closure I need. Um, it's just I don't know. Whatever. To each his own, though. I, I don't mean that in a judgmental way. But you think we'll uh, we'll do give uh, Trump the old Lenin treatment? And we'll. Because you know he's a very similar character, where it's just like some people like think he's the the devil, and some think he's you know the savior. And so for the longest time, it was paid for by the government, and then once the USSR crumbled, it has now been funded largely by personal donations. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Okay. And why do you want that, man? I mean, like, hey, you, although I there's zero chance if I had an opportunity, like I would definitely go. I would not skip out. That is one body I would go look at and like just because the anomaly and how freakish it is. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Why didn't Brezhnev get this? (laughs) Well, I've heard that that is day six of uh, uh, Jeff Tate's latest kind of like vacation tour uh, in Russia. Get the Mercedes Sprinter van and uh, pop around. Get up uh, there. You're all you're all fucked up on uh, your fourth fourth uh, bottle of Pinot. And you're you're looking at dead bodies with Jeff Tate. <laughs> what is the perfect wine for viewing a line in state? <laughs> it pairs it pairs nicely. Yeah, it definitely is a pino. Yeah, uh, I think so. <laughs> but it, in in my research, another in- interesting tidbit that I'll share with you and the listeners hmm. is that the word you know you know red squares. I don't know. I assume it's. I don't know where it's located in, in Moscow, but I assume it's kind of a central gathering area, almost like a, a central park or maybe the monument area in D.C. or something like that, something for the public. It has nothing to do with communism or the color red. The word red in uh, Russian means something. Well, this would have been a lot more helpful if I remember, but it doesn't mean red. Oh, the Red Square is just about a mile from Mall of America. That's yeah, what I understand. <laughs> 15 minute drive. <laughs> 15 minute drive, sorry. Yeah, you got to get that right. <laughs> Over the course of getting to know me, I think you've uh, 
You, you can uh, testify that I have a, a great appreciation for uh, the Prince of Darkness. Um, oh, absolutely. Church, and, Church of uh, Satanism, all yeah. that stuff. You, you like it. Yeah, it's enjoyable. Uh, good stuff. Uh, now, not the Prince of Four Days of Darkness. That is Aaron Rodgers. Tune into Slobberknockers <laughs> for more details. Although we Pat do, McAfee. Yeah, yeah. But it's been a rough couple of weeks for Satan. Um, for some reason, uh, the, the the whole satanic panic thing is back with some of our Republican politicians. Uh, I say some reason. I, I I know what they're doing, but you know this is not a political show. Uh, not typically. Yeah. I'm sorry. This might screw up your flow, but I just want to say, as far as Satanism, just to defend it a little bit, it's all about self empowerment, man. It's yeah. all about like just you know just not following the the standard status quo. You're, you're, they say dark angel. I just say it's an angel with some personality, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the one punishing you with famines and all this stuff—that's God. Right. Satan's like Satan's here just to party, do his man. own thing. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, think self-autonomy is a big part of the satanic bible. I think it's uh <laughs> like we were just talking, I think that he's the that Satan is pretty much the the come at me bro angel. Yeah. 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 It's like, well, "Hey man, I ain't I ain't bothering you. <laughs> just doing my thing." <laughs> he ain't hurting nobody. Leave him alone. Yeah. Just out here, Jesus. Got, I mean, <laughs> and, and the, the word Satan. Satan could be the same thing as like Jason. It's yeah. just that it's been it's been dragged through the mud. That yeah. could be it's the same thing as Hitler. Hitler was just a name at some point. Oh, now you can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you know, can't yeah, name your kid. Well, Hitler, I think, kind of ruined the name Adolf for future Germans. Oh, um, that's true. Both, both. Yeah, yeah, you can't throw Adolf out there. <laughs> But please, I'm sorry. Continue with your Satan talk. A couple of uh, incidents has happened recently where, uh, sir, like there was a Super Bowl performance with Rihanna, and before that, it was something called Sam Smith performing at the Grammys. Um, yeah. Uh, my theory there is when your name is Sam Smith, you have right. to dress like he did and do that kind of show so people will, will remember you. Otherwise, it's like I don't know. Was that Steve Jones? Sam Anderson, you know, whatever. Just something. It was just too generic. He's rather than change his name, he says, "I'm just going to be this weird satanic thing." Anyway, they did some performance. I never actually watched it, but I saw Ted Cruz was upset about it and called it basic, just Satan, a blasphemy, Satan. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the uh, other chicken heads popped in and uh, said chicken that like heads. when you go to uh, abortion clinics, they they you're you're you're, you're forced to uh, be part of a satanic ritual before they'll perform the abortion. And isn't that a weird thing to call like an abortion, like an performance? I don't know. I just <laughs> Jesus. Maybe a different conversation, but it's like you know, it's like you're you're, you're fucking doing stand up. Yeah. You know? But first of all. If you told me I got a free satanic ritual, I'm getting in line to get an abortion. So, I mean, it's, sure. if anything, that's just a good deal. But that's value added. Value oh, added. Value added. Yes. There we go. Uh, yes. And then you shift gears into uh, the Rihanna Super Bowl halftime show. Now you, we talked about it on Slobber Knockers. I my this, my uh, summary was it was boring. What did you mm. think? Did you see it? Yeah, of course I saw it. I mean, it was just like the. Uh, I thought it was the reverse of the Emperor's New Clothes, where it was mm. just too many layers. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's too much. I couldn't, I couldn't, it didn't matter what the performance was. I'm like, what is she doing? You know those, those, uh, slankets or whatever you call it? Like the, you know, the big blankets that are like, oh, snuggies? Actually, uh, whatever you call it. They have different yeah. names, but it's a, it's a, you know, it's like a, a blanket that backwards. has a hoodie and shit, uh, that you can sleep in. It was like 19 of those. I couldn't take yeah. it. 
I couldn't well, take it. That's my, there was one that's my odd summary. thing about that, and maybe this is the the printer eye, but everybody had to notice it. The, the combination of the lighting and the colors that they wore basically yeah. made it so like this high def, go fuck yourself. This is going to be blurry and fuzzy and just this giant red blobs kind of. There's no definition to it or anything like that, and I, I don't know if that was intended because it looked like shit. Maybe it looked really good live, but it just didn't transfer, you know, into the video universe. But I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, a bunch of politicians were talking about how that's satanic and all this stuff, and then I'm thinking, you know what? I don't know. I, I didn't seems, get that at all, by the way. Yeah. That's I mean, just, yeah. Okay. As someone who who's a little tuned into that kind of stuff. I don't see it, you know? That's that, man. That's a rough week for Satan. It's like, hey, man, I'm just sitting here. Don't blame me yeah. for this garbage. This is horrible. Yeah, it's like, yeah. But then I'm like, when was the last time Satan released a good record? It's been like the 80s, right? I know, but don't you think Satan was also like, maybe hold Marilyn on Manson? a minute. No, I, don't you think that Satan was just like, hold on a second. Sam Smith, Rihanna? They're pulling my 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 shit into this. I mean, that's that's coming out of left field. He didn't see that coming at all. No, right? man. <laughs> well, the, the 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 far right is desperate. They're trying. They're, yeah. they're running out of things to scare us with. Sure. Uh, you know, we're, our kids are still going to school even though they're getting shot every day. So what else we got? We haven't used Satan in a while. Fucking a, man. Anybody wearing red? Satanic. Yeah. I'm surprised I the Kansas City Chiefs weren't doing a, a satanic ritual running around with red on. Because yeah. that's the I biggest mean, I connection I can make with what they did. Like, I, I don't really understand what satanic. I didn't see any upside down crosses. I think the. No. Now, I didn't watch the Sam Smith one, but I think there was some religious imagery that he mm. was using. It wasn't the song called something like Unholy. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Right. And I was, I was super. Hoping it was going to be a you know kiss cover. Every time I see that <laughs> printed somewhere, I'm like, holy shit! I'd like to hear yeah. the pop version of Unholy. And right, yeah, and right now, Sam Smith is about ready to be sued by Vinnie Vincent. So. Exactly right. <laughs> Step in line, man. Step in line. Oh, Vinny's, God. Got, Vinny's got a guy in retainer at all times. Man, Toomey and I talked a bunch of pop music. Now you and I are getting into this nonsense. Is our show just shifting into like uh, basically is. we're just going to be a show where people go to to hear. Like the devil's advocate version of whether it's satanic or not. Yeah. Uh, and it's just going to be uh, shitty music. Chris Brown's got to be coming along at some point. Well, uh, Lizzo, sure. uh, by the way, you are a local, uh, uh, every year they, they name the, the snow plows here and they, they have a contest. <laughs> and okay. this year, one of the winners was Blizzo. And Lizzo was very happy about that. And I'm like, I don't know if. God. I don't know if that was meant to be a compliment or not. Uh, I don't a think fairly it was. large woman, yeah. a, a snowplow named after a, a, a voluptuous gal. Let's just keep it nice. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, if you don't know what Lizzo looks like, just Google it. I, so. I, oh, you mean that for the listeners? Sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Have fun. Anyway. All right. Well, that's well, it, man. Um, Hail Satan.
shifting gears a little bit, but touching on what we just talked about, because it, it's relative in the sense that it, it talks about Sam Smith. Uh, you know how much I can't stand the term cancel culture, largely because of how it's used and who uses it. It's always like a defense of something that shouldn't be defended. You know what I mean? It's not the best case scenario. It's not a great example, typically. It's usually like... You know, oh, now, now we can't go to Bill Cosby movies because he's drugging women and and raping them for 20 years. You know what I mean? It's that kind of thing. Uh, right. But there are examples, and I, I think I found one. Ricky Gervais, whether he's your cup of tea as a comedian or not, that is what he does. Uh, I, I go kind of go back and forth with him. I, I Some of his stuff I enjoy. Some of it, I just whatever, too British. Sure. Uh, whatever. Uh, he tweeted out a picture of Sam Smith, but with his head on the body. Now, there was a recent award show where Sam Smith wore another ridiculous outfit. It was this big, puffy rubber suit. Did you see that? No. Okay. It's just this, it's like, it's, he's like a giant inflatable man with his arms out like this. Like uh, a sumo, sumo wrestler outfit. Th- that is a very yes. apt description, but it's black and rubber. Uh, sure. And uh, so he put, pasted his head on top of that, and he, and he, tweeted it and said the worst thing about being a celebrity is that when you go out people never stop looking at you you never get any time to yourself right (laughs) and he just got fucking shredded in the comment section uh people saying like oh did you forget bowie used to dress like this you ate you old ass piece of shit grandpa all this kind of stuff first of all can we stop talking about bowie you know what I mean? I, I saw his Bowie being used as like uh, uh, what's his, Harry Styles is the next Bowie or something. I saw right. him dress flamboyant. I didn't care. And, and the, but right. this joke though is it seems first of all he put his head on there, so it's a little self-deprecating. And the joke is about like <laughs> you know just the ridiculousness. Of, it at no way implies. Oh, we didn't do this back in our day. You kids are stupid. It's like, no, you're taking it that way, man. So it's kind of that thing. It's like, I'm not intimidating. You're intimidated. Uh, those are two right. different things. And I, so I, I'm going to defend Ricky on this. Look, it's just a joke. It's actually kind of a good joke. And frankly, it it doesn't attack anybody. But if anything, it's himself. He doesn't mention Sam Smith, young people, get off my lawn. None of that's in there. You know what I mean? Sometimes we're, we're trying too hard to... Oh, because, you know, what it is is basically somebody was probably pissed off because they like Sam Smith and like, oh, but when when Madonna wore pony boobs, you were all fine with it. You know, it's like, well, actually, I thought that was silly, too, uh, if you want my actual opinion on it. But I also don't give a fuck. It didn't do anything for me. I don't know what it is. Pointy boobs do nothing for me. Yeah. (laughs) Ice cream cone tits? Fuck. Now I got to fuck with my U-porn settings again. I just. (laughs) If I could just add on to the cancel thing real quick. Mm-hmm. So I've been uh, listening to a lot of old school rap lately for whatever reason. The thing about cancel thing is that these are not Beats by Dre headphones, mm. but Dre, one of the most, you know, however you want to say it, in the music industry, sold to Apple, all this kind of stuff. Big so shot. here's a guy that's, that's, that's um, you know, back in the day, songs like Bitches Ain't Shit, But Hoes and Tricks. I was listening to like, Faggot is used all the time in old rap albums. Yeah. And there's all this stuff. And we're, not, we're talking about pre-Eminem. We're talking about like 80s, this. It's all like, I'm talking about Ice Cube, super mainstream actor, all this kind of stuff. My point is if everybody's going to go back to their Twitter stuff, and they go back to old old rap, it's just it was just the culture. It's just, it just was used as insults. But I mean, Whatever. it's a little different because that's going back and finding something to be pissed off about. This was a current tweet. You know what I mean? So. No, but people do get uh, drawn, drawn, uh, taken through the coals for stuff they've said back in the day. 
just like oh, Metallica you know, got have, a little flack from the once once they got popular with the kids with Stranger Things. Uh, suddenly they they found out that well, it turns out old Hetfield's a Nazi. So uh, that that's kind of what I'm, you're talking about. That's my. I guess my point is that there was it was very prevalent all across the board for uh, for. For that kind of stuff that people are just being crucified for. If you don't think that's relevant, that's fine. But I'm, I'm listening to this stuff like I think Damn, it's a relevant point. It's, just, it's, 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 it's not that it's not relevant. It's just a different point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, all right. Getting, getting attacked for what you're doing right now versus people digging up something you did 20 years ago. Although when it comes to rap lyrics, I don't know if that, that would count as digging up. <laughs> They're right there. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I'm just surprised about because because certain people are you know, filleted on that. And, and like Dre is somebody that's the, one of the, one of the most, uh, you know, he's like Jay-Z or whatever level mm. of, of fame and money. And it's very mainstream, you know, kids are wearing these headphones, Yeah, you know, but well, anyway, I know, I know a lot that. of that stuff. He got flack for right around that, uh, Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, his oh, he did. comments okay. on women over the years, not yeah. just his rap lyrics. But hey, let's uh, let's uh, let's get into some rock news here. There's been some like I don't know chippiness coming from I don't know Dave Mustaine. He he dropped a handful of bombs the in the direction of Metallica. I understand. Well, I think this is one you flushed out more than me. I'm going to kick it to you. It doesn't matter how old Dave gets. He's all always always going to be pissed off about that ex girlfriend of his, Metallica, and the fact that they they kicked him out. And then they became Found huge. a hotter, hotter, hotter man. <laughs> yeah, for a for a hotter man named uh, Kirk Hammett. <laughs> but uh, his old girlfriend found someone better. Yeah, he's like, uh, I think that they just love the the whammy bar. What do you think? Hmm? Sure, I don't know. Uh, I was just thinking like how it, it must be rough for all my ex girlfriends not to not be able to say that. <laughs> Anyway, so <laughs> so he talked uh, to Guitar World, and it had to do with uh, is there competition between Megadeth and Metallica? And in one breath, he basically just contradicts himself, which is awesome. And he says, in my mind, there's no competition between Megadeth and Metallica. We're different bands, and I believe Megadeth has been more consistent. I would have to agree there. Yeah. But sure. the sad thing is that the drama behind us. Uh, has been more popular than the music ever was. And remember, Metallica got a big head start, and they did so on the back of what I helped create. They became one of the biggest bands in the world, and here's one of the biggest bands wasting their breath trying to discredit me by saying Dave's not a good guitar player. Excuse me? What the fuck did you say? Now you have to you have to imagine this now in that dun dun, dun you know the, his are, voice are right we, now. Are you familiar with them recently talking about him as a guitar player? I actually never heard no. of Disparage him as a player. Nope. I right. So and I, I'll, I I'll kick that. it back to the consistency thing. I think musically, sure, but you can't say it with his lineups. Uh, there's there's oh, layers no. there, man. Uh, they've had. I, I know. I know. Uh, I, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, but whatever. That, that I think that's obvious. So carry on. He laughs and says, I think I wrote many of the songs that made you famous, so you probably should recheck that bullshit statement. <laughs> but this is the shit these guys say and always say, and you've got the sheep who follow them around believing it. Now, that last comment was in response to whether or not he's a good guitar player, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if I'm following that right, I, I just want to say I can uh, attest personally that you are it, you, a person can write a song and not be very good at guitar. Uh, I'm I can I would say I, I qualify. I'm not saying my songs are good or bad. 
but I've written plenty of them. So, uh, whatever. Cheap shot at myself okay. there. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> and Andrew Watt knows what I'm talking about. Oh, there you go. I like it. So then, that finally, the, for the headline, it says, uh, Metallica is represented by the same agent as Megadeth. Really? And I've asked our agent, wow. your Metallica's agent, why won't those guys play with us? What are they afraid of? And they've confirmed that they're going out with Five Finger Death Punch, the Pantera Thing. He calls it the Pantera Thing. Yeah. Uh, So it's clearly about the money. The fact is simple. The world wants to see Megadeth and Metallica play together. And in case anyone is wondering, there's fucking money in that. The fans want to see Metallica and Megadeth share the same stage. Is Megadeth near Metallica? No. But Metallica talks about their fans, and they don't give them what they're asking for. What are they afraid of? I don't know. It's not me. It's them. So it's a profit deal. (laughs) <laughs> I know. It's like shots fired. I, I your impression of the statement. I well, think it's classic, it's quite, Dave. Uh, it's it's actually a little more fleshed out than you usually get from him. There's a lot there. I don't know. I'm just, it's almost like saying, like, "Hey, man, you're a pussy if you don't take a yeah. tour." <laughs> <laughs> like, well, are we in fucking junior high now? Now yeah. you can see, like, Dave has some depth to him, and 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 he's an interesting character. But at the same time, when when you hear comments like this or things he said in the past, you can see why he was an easy target for the Christians. Um, easy to get there. They're, 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 I hate we were talking Satanism. I had to give the God a little cheap oh, shot. Okay. There. Yeah, uh, sure. They they don't go for the best and the brightest, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now we've just lost any religious people that listen to the show. Thank you very much. I'll be here all week. It's all good. But I don't know. Any any thoughts? I I just wanted to read that. Uh, well, I shared my thoughts kind of as we went through. I mean. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, there is some other news. If there's, if you don't have more there, I, he, he no, I, no, I just, it's just that, that it's, it's one of those things that all you have to do is somebody can go through all the therapy in the world to get over something, but for for Dave, it's like all you have to do is just poke him a little bit, and all of a sudden, all that shit just comes to the surface where he's still angry from from 1983. Essentially, is my point. Maybe him and Paul Stanley share a ther- therapist. I think so. That guy just is like, I'm not actually curing either of these motherfuckers. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just taking the paycheck. Oh, I was going to go a different direction on that, but that's interesting too. I, in my head, it's more like the therapist is like, well, Paul, have you ever thought about maybe some of this stuff being a little more self-centered? Like, uh, you know, you, you self-focused and stuff. And Paul goes, yeah. yes, everybody around me is very selfish and self-centered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Doesn't quite connect the dots, what the guy is trying to say anyway. But yeah, I like your theory better. It makes way more sense. It's like, I'm going to keep no. these fucking fish on the line for a while. Yeah. But, but yeah, we can move on to the next part about, about Megadeth, but essentially Dave Mustaine, anywhere he walks, look behind him, there's scorched earth, period. That's it. That's his whole thing. There's not, there's not burning. He's not burning bridges. He's burning planets. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I was going to say he just, his whole past is that, but yeah, that's a, it's uh-huh. an interesting point. Um, yeah, and uh, well, we're we're only a couple years away from when they make amends for a week, you know. <laughs> sure, right. <laughs> they they have dinner somewhere, and Dave says it was very generous of James to pick up the check. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, in other Megadeth news, kind of kind of a neat deal. I think it I, I, it may have already happened, or it's coming up. Coming up. I'm sure you can still buy it and watch it, but uh, they're doing a live stream of a show in Tokyo where Marty Friedman lives, and Marty apparently is going to come up on stage and jam with the guys for a while. So cool. Yeah, I, I think that's awesome. So do I. I mean, uh, it does way more up. for me than seeing the bass player and one of the old guitar players, uh, which were just in town. <laughs> See, 
my I take I say you know what I think I think this all comes down to uh, you is a person that's a songwriter and a guitarist that you don't want to give credit to the backbone of any band and that's the bassist <laughs> and the drummer. You want to hold control, Ooh, hold easy. your power, invalidate their contributions, and it's it goes widespread. You are the Dave Mustaine of uh, of haters of of bassists and drummers, scorched earth. Baco. Well, that's an interesting take, but I'll uh, I'll actually share a, a cobra hack with people. If you are a person out there who's a bit of a narcissist and you do like controlling people. Nothing's easier to control than a bass player and a drummer. Uh, just uh, <laughs> put together a band, and uh, yeah, they're they're used to being told what to do. Uh, oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I love this. Does I'll absolutely, to this show? you know, as much as I poke on them, the drummer is is probably the most important part of any live performance, any recording. Uh, that's why so many people rely on drum machines because they don't fuck up. But, uh, yeah, and it's not easy to find a good one. Now, it's easy to control a good one. A bad one doesn't matter. They're all fucking, you know, brain dead. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> they're I love the sweeping They're monkeys statement. with sticks, man. <laughs> you were a drummist, a racist drummer. Yeah, I'll cop to that, yeah. I, um, well, you know, it's only no, based on personal experience. <laughs> you just keep, just keep hitting them. Like I said, uh, sometimes are stereotypes hater. are accurate, man. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, you, you know, I, I've heard you say the same thing about sidekicks. <laughs> oh God, are we back to that thing? Which one of us gets a, is Robin now? I can't remember. It goes back and forth. Oh, I got, I got, I got put in the Robin, the Robin booth a while ago. Like, uh, uh, you somewhere during Dave. COVID. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> what's? Actually, I, think uh, it was just I, I think it was just Dave Brewington. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. It was pretty much. Yeah. He's <laughs> My, blame you're, him. You're, you're you're the first Mike, just like me. I think that's what he said. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Uh, so so going uh, to, to to that part, I actually on my end, I think the Kings of Thrash, great fucking thing for me. They're playing so far so good. So what? They're playing old school Metallica. Yeah. It has. I didn't know that Poland was also playing with them. I thought it was just Jeff Young. So that that takes it up a notch too. He's playing some awesome stuff. I just think it's a fun project. People going out, ha- having a good time. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. Not going to make that I, much money. I, yeah, I, I'm surprised that Gene and I didn't go to the show together. Not together. Uh, it was uh, one of the. My, it was just two nights ago. It was fucking cheap, like twenty dollars. Did or he something go? Like that. No, he did not. No. Ah, oh, see, both. Okay. It was a Friday night. It was at one of the best clubs to go see something like this. I know based on who was playing that it was not going to be a full house, so you could get to the bathroom, get a beer, do all that stuff. It checked every box, and I just forgot, to be honest with you. I, I didn't, uh, I, although I don't know that I would have been able to based on my plans on Friday. I'm about to think back, but whatever. Uh, it, it, so, yeah, whatever. If it comes to town, go check it out. What the fuck do I care? Yeah, I'm just saying that the fact that both you and Gene did not go to it, and your fans, of that, that's not a good sign for overall attendance. Uh, it's just like right underneath the bubble. It needs something else to bring it up. Yeah. I think guys uh, like you and me, we, we hold these guys on a different level than the rest of the world does. You know, like I, oh. I've, I've started to realize that Anthrax yes. isn't that big of a draw. Um, nope. I'm starting to accept that Megadeth, you know, is smaller draw than I thought. Because, you know, they had that giant record, too, at a time when grunge was happening. So, yep. I don't know, man. Um, whatever. You know, <laughs> we are who we are, I guess. But...
fucks watching John 5 with Motley Crue and going, man, John is killing it. I'm like, oh, what the fuck did this John 5? This guy can play Motley Crue passed out. Like, oh, my God, can you believe how good John 5 played Too Fast for Love? Yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I, you had mentioned and, or alluded to it, but I had never noticed it. He plays his guitar way too high up. Up by the tits. But yeah. he looks like he's playing a mandolin. Yeah. Or something, right? Yeah. I. It is very odd to watch that. And uh, so what are your... Yeah. Uh, I think they're just amazed because that's the part that's coming live. Uh, <laughs> from the show. Yeah. Him and Vince. <laughs> that's all you get. Those are the... <laughs> yeah. I, uh, it's, it's, uh, I saw, what did I see? I think I saw, oh, you know what? I have a different opinion. Fucking terrible to me. I think John Five is a great guitarist. Yeah. They played Wild Side, and they, and he was like wailing some 80s speed Eddie Van Halen shit or something on it. And I was like, fuck that. That's not how Wild Side is supposed to, he was putting his own flavor on it. And I was like, and it was like the first show. I'm like, hold back, buddy. You better be. Tommy Thayer's own right now. Like, yeah. like if you're going to ease your way into it, I don't need you Bruce Kulicking ace guitar solos in this. Stick Amen. to the fucking script. The tone was wrong. It sounded like a cover band when he was playing the solos. He was not playing them true. He was putting John Five spin on them. That's my take. Yes? No? I mean, I, I didn't three, watch three. it that much. Um, okay. I, I, I watched three songs and okay. the three ones I picked, he did, he did add some, here's my own spin on it. No spin. Stick to the script. No, but it just, it just, like I said, I was just shocked by the, I don't want to call anybody out. I, you know, I actually really do, but you know, I'm not going to, <laughs> but mm. just this idea that like, come on. I mean, like, why does it have to be always more than what it is? Is John five and Motley Crue, you went and had a good time. No, it's like John five was the greatest fucking thing I ever saw. I'm like, no, okay. That's not even, that's not a great John five performance. It's John five performing Motley Crue. Great. I'll give you that. But what else did you expect? But well, I, I not me. I, I concede your point. I haven't listened to that part, but if he didn't play that song, especially has very kind of unique kind of lead fills that that, yes. that are memorable and, and hooked in. And if we're just gonna ride the nostalgia train, not do anything new and beat things to death, take it that way. Do the Tommy Thayer, do the Journey thing. Let's just make it as close to as we can f- to the original. Uh, I'm with you. On a sort of similar note, there was a video that was new to me. I don't know how fucking old this was, but it was a close-up. You know, I always said that, you know, Eric Eric Singer's clearly faking p- playing the piano, and that piano probably isn't even anything but a hollow box. Right. I pretty much got confirmation. There was a, a close-up shot. And the weird thing is that the people in the comments didn't seem to notice what I noticed, because he, he kind of flubs faking the, the piano parts. Like, his hands don't time up at this one little section. That was the whole point of this. I'm like, does anybody notice there's no keys on this piano? And then I saw, like, in the comments, because this was shared in, in one of those We All Love Kiss Right groups, and one of the comments was like, uh, I don't care. And I'm like, yeah, I know you don't. And you know who else knows? <laughs> uh, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley know you don't care. You will fucking take anything they put out there. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, why do you think this shit keeps happening? Because you, the fan, the person who's going to buy the ticket, doesn't give a fuck what they do. They could fucking shit in your mouth, and you'd go, that was probably the best. I, I do not miss Peter Chris at all. 
Yeah, no, no. Peter, Chris, and Ace, they can't do what Kiss does nowadays. You know, it's just, I don't know, whatever. I just thought it was kind of similar. It's that super fan hyped up reaction to anything. Also, fun fact about that particular fan, he's a multi-instrumentalist. He's a bassist and a drummer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but what instruments does he play? (laughs) What do you call someone who hangs out with musicians? A bass player. (laughs) See, again. Man, Uh. I, I... I tell you what, you are the, mm, mm, mm. I, I totally see Ellison's entire career now, just constantly just being, <laughs> and it's, it's when you play for a team, it's all for one, you know, there's yeah. no, there's no me and team or is there, I don't know, something, I can't There's definitely spell. meat, there's meat and team. <laughs> <laughs> but, there's an eye yeah, and man, uh, that's, that's my thing. Uh, I am, I mean. I want to just stand up again. I'm standing up for all the unsung heroes, I think, today. Like the Ellipsons of the world. The fucking mm. Mick Mars. The to- you have to have Wild Side, Girls, Girls, Girls. There's certain tone on those albums. And played live. Like, like he's... You can't fucking have just... I, I, am, I, would, I have to watch some of these other performances because, like you said... Yeah, you can make a joke about how easy it is to play "Too Fast for Love," but there's little little things that Mick Mars did to elevate all this. Absolutely, songs I've I've praised Mick Mars on this show. I'm not John Five is just a different level. There's not a nothing was meant to be a shot at Mick. His his contributions to Crew in the '80s guitar scene in general, I think, are it's one of the few times that I think someone's actually underrated, definitely underappreciated. But it's partially because mm-hmm. he he's, has the personality he does. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he had, he had three guys in that band that were just mouthpieces and he just didn't talk basically. Yeah. So you just had to assume what, what he was like. Hey, before we forget, we should give the listeners an update on March badness. Can I make my announcement there at least? Please. Yes. Sadly, this year we will not be doing the March badness bracket. I apologize to the listeners. There's a, a couple of reasons that are kind of uh, tied into the decision. And I, the plan is to bring it back next year. Uh, but for this year, basically, I mean, Twitter is kind of a gong show right now, and about two-thirds of our votes came from Twitter. But t- Twitter, the algorithm, whatever, has changed where it's almost all suggested ads. I'm just not convinced. And also, out of the blue, I think about 180 of our followers dropped off. Uh, hmm. And, you know, so I don't know if that was like a, a sponge on fake accounts or something like that. And I know they did that before Elon took over, but it did, that didn't hit us that time. Uh, maybe we've got a lot of these fake porn stars uh, that followed us in the meantime. But, yeah, so the, the, that was part of it. And then just also the timing with, with uh, our personal schedules right now. So we'll, we'll try to plan a little better and have a uh, a way to get into that. We are going to do a March Madness episode. You and I have decided to just kind of uh, spitball between a couple records and pick one. I toiled with trying to come up with a way to involve the listener a little bit. So I apologize because it is a lot of fun and it is interactive and we appreciated everybody's involvement. So hopefully we have it back next year. Uh, but yeah, look for the, the March badness episode to come out at the end of March, but it will not be the whole grandiose. Uh, I, I always enjoyed those little recap episodes we did too. So I'm uh, a little bummed, but uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. What we, what we do suggest though, is to go to rock and pod, come see us. And we'll just yell about a bunch of records we don't like there in person. Go. Yeah, man. You yeah, so. we, we can do like a live March Badness. Uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll have microphones running. Uh, <laughs> or, or it'll just be, come see us at the bar. We got a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You, you of course, uh, uh, dipped out of the Zoom call with, uh, with Pantheon. I found out that like there's some fucking craft brewer hosting the damn thing, and it might just be all asshole beers. 
Uh, yes. Thank God. Uh, oh, yeah. Like They were pitching it, too. And I'm like, you have no idea who you're talking to. Like, yeah, they're going to have IPAs. They're going to have, like, uh, you know what, hey, lady? Guess what? I have gout. Okay. I can't fucking drink that shit. Okay. <laughs> well, is that what this IPA goes right to gout? It's a medical reason. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, hey, hey! First of all, that's absolutely true. In, in my my gout research, trying to figure out do I have it, do I not? Coors Light actually came up on a guy who was just like, I like beer. I've had to switch to Coors Light uh, because I fucking do anything with any malt or heaviness to it, and boom. So, no, I hear that. Uh, somebody sent me an article years ago that said uh, that said IPAs give you man boobs. <laughs> it was <all> the science <laughs> scientific research, and I was like, I was like, you motherfucker! I think you're right. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, there's all kinds of reasons. I'll tell you what, you might be surprised. Even if there's asshole beers, you'll see me having some some Hellas lager, some lager, some Pilsner. I've moved. I've moved, I think. Nice. Nice, it's yeah. Because because of the gout. Because of the gout, yeah. Yeah. You, you're, you're like uh, preemptively uh, heading off gout. <laughs> you know, I think that, that gout is just, uh, and for the, uh, I don't even know if everybody knows what gout is. It's, do you want to explain what gout is? It's on the bottom of your feet, right? For the most it part? can be in any joint, but it typically fl- oh, flares okay. up in the side of the big yeah. toe. Yeah, it's a buildup yeah. of uric acid, and uric acid is uh, from, oh, God, if you would have got me at a different time, I could have broken this. Oh, there's purines in almost every food, and purines turn into uric acid, which normally just goes through the kidneys and, and out your piss. Uh, but mm-hmm. every now and then, much like a kidney stone, it lodges its place in between a couple joints. And that becomes inflamed, and it becomes a little difficult. Uh, yes. Yeah, I've had the, the the lovely distinction of having the rarest cases of gout ever. Uh, most gout uh, flare-ups, by most, I mean 99%, end within two to three days with no treatment. Uh, and th- people do take uh, certain uh, medications that have had zero effect on me. And also, uh, I have a friend who suffers from gout. He says he eats a bag of cherries, and when he wakes up the next day, it's gone. I've heard other people share the same thing. I have not. Z- so that's why I'm always thinking this is something more tied to to something else. But I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Right. No, absolutely not a doctor. Yeah. You should say that. <laughs> but but yeah, like. I just think that you are a friend of the common man with a very <laughs> specific gout disease. Is what yeah. I, what I understand. You yeah, know? they're going to name very, this one after me. It'll be. You know, <laughs> I've always wanted a, a, a street named after me. Like, uh, but no, I'm going to get. I'm going to get some special gout. There's something about see. There, <laughs> Got a case but, of but gout. <laughs> you may have not. You may have not thought you're going to hear as much about gout when you first started listening to the episode. But here's the thing. Gout is like one of the names, those names, almost like taint. It's a funny name, right? Yeah, I it think sucks. it is. Like I hate showed it, it, yeah. gout. What do you have? I got gout. Nobody can take you seriously. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't go to, I, I can't come in today because the gout, you know, yeah. it's just not one of those, those words that works well. What's better than gout then? What could we say? Rename it. So it sounds like uh Bonitis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work either. Or what does what does uh what does what does Mick Mars have? It's well, yeah, the bonitis. That's what I call it. Yeah. yeah uh, but, well, actually, Futurama. I, 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 I'm, that's yeah. a joke from Futurama. I don't want to take. Oh, credit. sure. No, I understand. We have to always give credit. Uh, but yeah, I think it, it needs to be renamed. That's my point. It needs to have a number after it, like 19, maybe Gout mm, 19. Yeah. Yeah. What then happened to one like, through 18? We didn't, we, didn't cl- we didn't close malls because of that. No, we didn't. <laughs> All 
couple new uh, music uh, news related items. LA Guns, believe it or not, has another fucking record coming out. This is what their fourth since yeah. Tracy and Phil got back together like four years ago. This is old school 80s pro- productivity. Now, um, when you can't tour because uh, heat makes you nervous. Uh, right. I heard you, this one is recorded entirely in the bathroom. Yeah, I would hope so. It sounds like it. I heard the, the lead single on it. it it's okay. Uh, I, I haven't really been blown away by any of the records they've, they've released, but I'm also not the biggest L.A. Guns fan. I do like Tracy's playing, but I don't know. Whatever. So look for that. Yeah. I think it's coming out uh, March sometime. I don't know. Probably got that wrong, too. <laughs> I still I still have that. Again, the, the things that matter to to our specific, you know, uh, fan, you know, our zone. Ilk. I still want to see. I still want to see uh, Tracy and uh, Phil together. I still have not seen that the real version. Oh, sure. Yeah. I missed them. I tried to see them on a boat last year and then they canceled and yeah. all that stuff with, with COVID concerns. So it's, I still would definitely see that if it came to town. So what about 100%, you? hundred percent. Ever... Yeah, I definitely would. Okay. You know, and the weird thing, and it doesn't sound like this is ever going to come back, but there was that sweet zone in like between 2000 and 2010 where these bands like them, Dangerous Toys, whoever you want, they would literally tour and you'd catch mm-hmm. them in a local bar, Firehouse, Warrant. They wouldn't just be at the 80s festivals or the casinos. You would actually be right. able to catch them 15 minutes from your house at a bar and rat. They were always doing that, you know, so I kind of miss that. So I don't know that because, you know, I've seen L.A. Guns a handful of times just from that era, you know. And yeah. I, I remember Tracy Guns had that version of L.A. Guns for about four weeks with the female singer from that rock star show. I only know that because she appeared on that metal show. Okay. I, I watched that episode like, here's our new singer. Yeah. Uh, I remember that the, they played, okay, you, you're, you're, I don't think you've been to First Avenue, right? But you're familiar with the club? I know where it's at. Yep. Okay. And the, 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 the small venue off to the side is called 7th right. Street Entry. They played 7th Street Entry. Lizzie uh-huh. Borden played 7th Street Entry during that time. I mean, just all these kind of random stuff. So it's sad that... Didn't if, you see Ghost there, too? No, I saw no. Ghost in St. Paul at a club. Okay. That, I can, that club went through a lot of name changes in the, in the last 20 years of its existence. It was either called The Lab, Station House, Station 4, or Ryan's. Um, but anyway, but yeah, that, that was uh, a, a different place. But basically, I don't know, similar. I mean, it's not quite as big as First Ave. I think I know what you mean. Like even last year when we, the whole bathroom heat incident happened, that was a Sonic. Again, it sounds like a Denny's endorsed tour, but the Sonic <laughs> Slam t- tour. Yeah, the ARP one. That was Tom Kiefer, Faster Pussycat, and like Guns. So you still have to have like a, a minimum of three, it seems, kind of, yeah. if you're going to see them yeah, live. Yeah, it's going to be that, in a little bigger kind of venue, something like that. But at least right. that was still a tour. I would take that, you know, typically. Uh, but yeah, like we used to see Firehouse by accident about three times a year, and uh, <laughs> you still do kind of, don't you? Yeah, it's been a while. It's, it's unreal. Okay. We were, I was just thinking about it. It's been since like 2018, and prior to that, it was just like damn near our, our wedding or anniversary band or something like that. But gotcha. Um, well, another new music news. I don't know if you've heard about this. If not, you're going to be a little excited, uh, especially because I, I heard, the snippet I heard sounded pretty badass. Sean McCoy of a Boba Flex is working on a solo project is all he called it. So I don't know if it's just going to be one song, two songs or an album, but it was, she shared it on his Instagram and it's in the studio and he played a little clip of it and it, uh, it's, it rips man. So I'm looking forward to that, whatever it ends up being. Interesting. No, I, I definitely listen. That's not confusing at all. 
because you know you've got obviously you've got Bubble Flux, you got Lonely Ones. Lonely mm. Ones just dropped two songs. Yeah, on, Gucci uh, Bags. I like that a lot. Gucci Bags and Time Bomb. Uh, Gucci Bags. It's a. Uh, it's it, it, like uh, bags under your eyes is what it actually uh, means or whatever like that. Gucci bags under your eyes. That's helpful but for they, the listener. <laughs> it is. It is. So they don't think it's a song about actually buying Gucci bags. I think. It's, I, I think say it's go very find helpful. out on your own. I I I you know, if you if if the name Gucci bags is going to keep you away from it, uh, you don't deserve to know. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Also, I can tell you their their latest set list, and I can tell tell you all kinds of things that you need to know as well too to ruin it for you. Well, no, I, well, well yeah, <laughs> ruin the set list for people. Uh, yeah, I want to know the the reason behind the set list. Can we get a story and ex- explanation? So they, did sure. they, use, they use a sharpie, or did they they, they type it out? Uh, you know, those kind of those are the details that we need. I just DM me at uh, Clippers <laughs> and Fire, and uh, slide into old Elsie's DMs. <laughs> That's right. So uh, anyway, but just just make sure that you don't um, catfish me. Okay. Thank you. Uh, prepare to be catfished. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, so yeah, look forward to Sean McCoy's uh, <laughs> upcoming release. Uh, that's right. That's where it all started. Uh, and then uh, Ticketmaster uh, and Live Nation, whatever, they're involved in some antitrust lawsuit because they should be. Mm-hmm. Did you hear the, the result? The, the ruling came back in their favor? Oh, wow. How about you, that? You're gonna love why. Oh, please. You know that little box you check that says you agree to all the user stuff that nobody has time to fucking read in the four minutes they have to finish the transaction or they lose sure. the tickets? Sure. Somewhere in there it says you can't sue them. <laughs> oh, that's good. And here's the weird thing about the ruling and, and the coverage of this that, that's kind of irritating me. It's like, what is the other option? I mean, honestly, to me, that that only supports the whole argument that they are a fucking monopoly. I can't go buy the ticket from someplace else. They're controlling right. everything. I have to click their box. I apparently have to give up my personal rights uh, as an American citizen just to buy a fucking concert ticket. I mean, the, the the comment I made when I was talking to Randy Brown about this is like, we're not, I'm not trafficking narcotics here. Okay. I shouldn't have to, I'm buying a ticket. That's it. And if you can't put a user agreement that makes it real fucking simple that I can read in 30 seconds or less, then it shouldn't be there. You You shouldn't be allowed to do that. And you shouldn't require people to to give up that that privilege of being able to sue a giant billion dollar corporation needs that protection. Why do they need that level of legal exculpation when all they're doing is selling me a ticket? Why is that not the question? Well, I know why on their end. Right. For this exact even if they even if they made a bullet point version of a terms of service. You still would have to check mark it because you have no other fucking choice, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Doesn't matter what it says. There's there's no other step. It's like, do you accept our, our cookies? No. Gone. Then get out of here. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. Oh, you accept you accept us tracking you online? Cool. Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> there's no choice. Oh no God. You know? I mean, yeah. I, it, it, I it is it is bizarre, but uh, that is what it is, man. You want to get a ticket? You got to give up the digits. Oh, we need to text you this ticket. How about that phone number? Yeah. I don't want to give you my phone number, but you got to yeah. if you want to get this ticket. Required information includes things you don't need. Yeah. I'm just buying a ticket. You don't need to know what kind of vehicle I drive. You don't need my work address. or I don't think you need my fucking email. That should be just for my personal benefit. But It's okay. I can sexually harass you. 
you check mark the box yeah, when, you, when you got hired here. That's, that's what the terms I'm getting at. Why, why don't we all just walk around with like a, a thing? It's like before you and I have a conversation, would you just check this box that you agree to yeah. the, everything I'm about to say and do? And then like, and then, yeah. Yeah, then you punch him in the face. It's like, it's in here. You can't sue me. No. Yeah. Sorry. You're a drummer and a bassist. You know the terms of service. <laughs> you know those fuckers are clicking the box. <laughs> <laughs> all, all day. <laughs> terms of service were based on... Drummer, the, uh, just check on, the box. On, on bassists and drummers. You got to dumb it down? You mean talk to a bassist and drummer? Well, they can't read anyway, so you got to show them just like, just move this little pointy thing into this box and hit right. the click button there. Yeah. Here's a, as long as they can, as long as they can as long as they can count to four, they're hired, right? Yeah, you got it, man. Okay. How many ways can you count to four? Yeah, here we go. Uh, <laughs> that's all Beyonce writes songs. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. That's one, right. two, three, four. Yeah. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. I'm writing songs, bitches. Boom. Give me two words. I'm gonna repeat them. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> She just she just flips open the uh, the the dictionary like finger down finger down okay cat dog cat dog cat dog cat dog. It, it, it's cat interesting dog. because anytime I really think that you're overstating it and being a hater of Beyonce, then you play a clip of her music and I go okay. Yeah, there's very few times when I actually think you know what Baco does have a point. Here. And then, <laughs> But then, except, but the Beyonce, oh, I completely agree. Check my technique. Coming from my technique. You want to feel my technique? Well, I'll take it. I'll take the win today. I'll, I'll yeah. start my Sunday off with a little bit of an ego ego boost. Thank you, Elsie. That's right. All right, let's wrap it up with uh, a little Ace Freely news. I found this kind of heartwarming. And just a reminder that Ace Freely is also the smartest member of KISS. Uh, he, he, this is the, I'm about to tell you a story. I just want everybody to put in mind that as all bands do at some point when you're out in the road, bored and partying, hey, let's just whip out the IQ test and I'll take one. Uh, and Ace came back nice. with like uh, a 972 IQ. Uh, but yeah, Ace Freely, <laughs> there's a video out where... Um, Ace really finds out that Kiss never actually won a Grammy. Uh. <laughs> Do you think it's sort of a, a travesty that Kiss has never won a Grammy and that Kiss only had that one Grammy nomination for Psycho Circus? We won a Grammy for Beth. You won a Grammy for Beth? Did you? Didn't. I got it on oh, my geez. shelf at home. Oh. You better do your homework. <laughs> I am I right or am I right? I think you, I'm, I'm sure you're right with that one. Though. Okay. Maybe it wasn't on the Look best card. Look it up. Card. Beth won a People's Choice. Did not win a Grammy. Did not win a Grammy. Ah. Wait a minute. I have a, I have a Grammy on my shelf. Well, you may have do you get a Grammy for a nomination? <laughs> no. I thought for sure, for sure the Torpedo Girl was up for a Grammy. Oh, God. No? Their only nomination came for the uh, title track from Cycle Circus. Another example of why the Grammy is... Yeah. That's okay. a great track, though. Even if you hate that of record. Of course it is. Yeah. Of uh, course it is. He's confused okay. with the People's Choice Award, which is yeah. a little less distinguished than a Grammy. Uh, probably shouldn't yeah. be, to be honest with you, but uh, as far as how it's viewed. Uh, and there's a nice little back and forth where... <laughs> The smartest man in Kiss comes to the realization that he had it mixed up. So he's also old. Uh, well, sure. And it's not I mean, like he pays attention to this shit. Yeah. 
Do you think he like fills out an Oscar card like making his picks every year? (laughs) I don't think so. Everywhere, everything, all at once for the best picture. Yeah, I'm. uh, (coughs) I'm. I want short round to win best actor. (laughs) (laughs) Short round. I think it gets confused with Oscar and Oscar the Grouch. What do you think? Are you not? uh, I thought you'd be all over that. (coughs) Oh, I got got the reference. Short round is in everything, everywhere, all at once. Wait, fucking a, he is. Yeah, and he's up for a ton of. He won a Golden Globe. Oh my god, I need to watch this. I just think his speech should just be all the lines he had to speak. In, in Temple of Doom. Just it might as well been Dr. Joan. He yeah. he talks in towns just the same. I love him. Short Round is the best. I used, I used to think that was kind of a racist character. Yeah. Um, but you hear him talk now, and it's like, yeah. okay, no, that's just who he is. Yeah, it's just who he is, man. He wasn't just, coached that way. That's how he fucking talks. His reign between 84 and 85, that zone for him, for, the, for that actor, Data and Goonies in Short Goonie. Round, fucking the best. The best. Have you seen everything? Well, clearly not. No, that movie is a three-hour fucking trip. I, I I think it it was bad. I loved it, but I, I only watched it because my wife is trying to get in uh, as many Oscar movies as she can before the the Oscars. Sure. And so I only heard about it in name. I had no idea what to expect, and I, it was. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, man. It's it's like almost like the Matrix. But it's it nothing what I what I thought it was going to be, but I had no okay. no idea. So anyway, as again, Lamageddon, everything all at once, <laughs> everything everywhere all at once. Okay, Doctor Joan, I'm asking. Oh, greater uh, it, or less it's, than it's, Lamageddon? It is not. It is not on the the level of Lamageddon. Uh, I'm, I'm still working on. I'm spearheading some movement to get that kind of retroactively nominated for an Oscar. So. Okay, and again, because I said ask in Baco's review corner, have you watched the uh, the Coors documentary that was sent to you yet? <laughs> no, uh, I haven't found the time. No. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> Please do the work. Uh, I, I do appreciate the uh, uh, Sinzak sharing that with me, but uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's all. That's all I have all on right. my end. Fair enough, man. You want to get out of here? <laughs> sure. I think we've uh, we've done our show that everybody else does now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. If you if you enjoyed this show, there's lighter versions of it out there in the internet for you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> check them out. Anyway, yeah, this has been fun, but uh, gotta I don't know. I got things to do, buddy. I got I got I hear I'm an important guy. I'm trying to get a street named after me. If you hadn't heard, yeah, so, yeah. Or or a disease, or a, or, or, a disease. or a version, or a version of gout. Is it a disease or an ailment? Uh, rock's not dead. It's killing it in Motley Crue.
Is it, is it even worth it anymore, man? Oh, you think he's just, you know, he's like a stock, kind of. He's being, he's, it's too much. His, his stock is plummeting just because he's out there too much and he's more accessible. And it's, <laughs> it's, he's becoming more into the mainstream. I think that his value has mm. decreased by being associated with a Rihanna and a Sam Smith and politicians and stuff. He just seems like, like he, I, I think it makes him seem plastic, fake. I don't know. I just don't think like it's a, the right look for him. Like the new uh, drive-through Beelzebub, you, you have a, you order from the app, right? Um, yeah, it's just you don't want to turn him into like soon. He's going to be part of like a number four. Comes with fries, Satan, and a burger, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want that him as part of a combo meal. No, 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 no. You can cut all this out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just just riffing, man. Seeing how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. The studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.